Back to another episode of 34 to Glory. I'm your host, Tyler Flush, joined by my co-host and father, Brian Flush. Hey there. All right, we're back. Uh, here we go. We had one on Saturday to talk about... Uh, we had some fans on, Matt and Matt. If you haven't listened to that, make sure you go back and check that out. Um, and now we're back to talk about our division, since we did not have a game this week. Um we will let, let's uh before we actually talk about the division, let's talk about the new bear stuff that has developed while we've been gone. Hakeem Hicks is on IR now for eight weeks. Um, Kyle Long done for the year, also on IR. IR, but he's done for the year, pretty much. He no, he's, he he's. They said. Uh, did they say he's he's, a, he's done? Season ending. Okay, season ending. Hakeem, he's out of there. Hakeem, they're hopeful. Eight weeks. Pretty pretty much he could be back for the playoffs if we get to the playoffs. What what does eight weeks say to you? Eight weeks says to me that it's a pretty significant injury. And um, like I said, that um, they're saving him for the end of the year if if there's anything. Well when I look when the, I when I looked into eight weeks though, I said, Wow, they're kinda they didn't say he could return. They said he will return in eight weeks. I mean, if we're not in the playoffs or playoff bound, then he's not coming back, right? That's right. That's right. This is this is a stash in hopes that we can be a playoff team. Another thing, uh, pretty sure Trubisky is back because they cut. Oh, my gosh. Why am I blanking on his name? Who was their third string that we hired? Oh, oh my goodness. I'm blanking. I am too. And why do I think it starts with a B? But I could be very wrong. And we're looking it up I right can't now. Find it. And forget it. Yes, I know who you're talking about, and I am so sorry. I cannot remember his name right now. What so, the hell was his name? Um, Tyler Bray. That's it. Gal, so irrelevant. It didn't even matter. But he's yeah. been he's been off the team uh so well. I always say so well. It's not. It's soul. Mm-hmm. He's back on the team. That that's I I guess I so to me that means Trubisky's back, right? They haven't I, officially said it, but why would you cut a quarterback for, right you know? Right. That's it's pretty much an a signal that he's gonna be playing against New Orleans. Yeah, and Trubisky, that's, that's a whole other thing. We won't talk about that. Um, we'll, we'll talk about the Saints game coming up. Let's, uh, again, bye week. Uh, the reason we're recording this on a Tuesday out on Wednesday is because the Lions and the Packers played last night. So do you want to start there? Yeah, why don't we start there? Now, both of us didn't watch the full game because it's not a Bears game and I'm not going to work. Super tired for Lions and Packers, even though it was a good game until the end when the officiating got in the way. And I think everyone out there has seen the memes and, you know, we didn't get our wish. I think I speak for both of us when we were hoping for a tie. Yeah, that would have been great, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, You saw much more of the game than I did. I was literally... I went to bed at half. Punked out. I went to bed at half, so I think we're... 
up to speed. Which team do you want to start for first? We're not listen. Uh, the uh, real quick though, Lions won the game. Okay, that's it. That's all we got on them. Oh no, Packers won the game. Lions should have won the game, is what I wanted to say. You you gave me that weird look, and I was like, "What do you mean?" And then I caught what I said. Lions should have, should have, and that, I, I and I want to get that on is the that. key. Yes. Now I I don't want to break down the game. I want to break down the team. So Packers come back. They win, what was it, 24 to 23? Something like that. It was just one point. It was one point either way. So what team do you want to start with first? Why don't we start with the Alliance? Okay, so you want to go bottom to top? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. So the line, oh, it was 22-23, by the way, final score. Uh, Man, I don't know. How do you feel about the Lions? Well, from what I saw, I really liked Matthew Stafford looked pretty sharp, especially in that first quarter. Um, he was throwing the ball well, hitting his guys. Wide receivers look good. I don't know what they're doing with Carrion Johnson, to be quite honest with you. They, they look like they're trying to play 1984 football by just like running him up the middle, even though if they just pitched it out to him, most of the time that would be a lot better play. So they kind of confuse me, the Lions do, in terms of their scheme. And they have a tie to the Cardinals. That's confusing. Yeah. So I don't know. They, they have more of an old-fashioned look to them. Um I don't I th- think they have an old-fashioned look. I'm going to disagree. And the running with that. game. I'm talking about the running game. It, it's I, right up I, the middle I don't all know, the time. But I don't. Do you know their identity? Because I don't know their identity. No, because I, I think don't. they're good, and then I think they're not. Yeah. I know more about the other teams than I do them. Like in our division, I think for sure we have the hardest division this year in the NFL. I feel that the Lions. Okay. I will give the Lions an identity for for the Bears. This just is for Bears fans and and against our team. I feel like they're a wild card team. They could beat us at Chicago. They could beat us in Detroit. They could sweep us both, or we could sweep them in both games. Yeah, they're really I, they're really unpredictable. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, wild card. I yeah. I don't know what they are. I I would agree with that because because I see them doing really great stuff, and then the very next minute. I'm scratching my head and going, why did they run that play? So, yeah, I, th- I think I mean, they're the a bit of a season, mystery. The, the regular season, they tied 27-27 to the Cardinals. Then they beat the Chargers 10-13. to Then they beat the Eagles 27-24. Then they lose to the Chiefs 34-30. And then they lose to the Packers 22-23. They're in close games. All the time. All the way through Every single game has been close with them. Well, didn't they get the nickname Cardiac Kids not too long ago? I mean, when they were just... <laughs> I don't know. I, I think they did the when car- they were just... I like that, though. Yeah. The Cardiac Kids. Yeah, they they were in a lot of close games toward the end, and you know they would either pull it out by a field goal or pull it out by a last-minute drive. I'm, I'm pretty sure they, they have a bit of a history with that. Now, I am a little scared. Can we run down the rest of their schedule? Yeah, absolutely. Quick? Um. Man, they got an easy schedule coming up. Not right away. They go back-to-back. That was their first division game against the Packers. They lost that. Then they're going to go play the Vikings. So the Vikings are going to play the Lions. That's in Detroit. Then the Giants come to Detroit. Then they go out west and see the Raiders. 
Then they come to Chicago and meet the Bears. Then they go, and then Dallas, the Cowboys, come to the Lions. Then the Lions travel to Washington, D.C., our nation's capital, to face the Redskins. And then the Bears play the Lions on Thanksgiving, and then it goes back to the Lions, go to the Vikings, Bucks at Lions, Lions at Broncos, Packers at Lions. So other than the two Bears games and the Dallas game, I don't see a lot of things I'm scared of right there. I would not be scared of Dallas. Detroit fan. Would you be scared of Dallas? I'm not scared of Dallas I'm, anymore. I'm I'm saying that you could be scared of them. Ah, Dallas looks bad, man. Dallas looks bad. Bad, bad, bad. I, I don't know. I think they got like I mean, look at that. I know I went through quick, but I think they're better than the Giants. I think they're better than the Raiders. I don't know if they'll beat us or not. Like I said, it's yeah. it's weird enough with division games, but when a team's hot or cold, hot or cold. Uh, I, I so think how many wins do you give them with that that end of the season? Because okay. to me, it seemed oh, like uh, okay, it seemed like they could have seven, eight wins. Okay, let's go through them real quick. Okay, Giants win, win. Raiders win. win, Bears loss. I'm gonna say loss. Um, Cowboys win. I'm gonna say win. All right, cool. it's at Detroit. Win. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it to them for home. Well, you don't have to agree. No, no, no. I'll, I'll, okay, I think we both get the next one. Redskins win. Win. Uh, Bears at Lions on Thanksgiving. Okay, that's the one that could be a little iffy. <sighs> okay, because not only that, but we're playing at 1230 on Thanksgiving. So we're coming off a short week. Week. Really short. Yeah. Um, they're used to it. Mm-hmm. They do it every year. They know they have a routine down. We better find one. We cannot get trapped like we did in London. Uh, Lions and Vikings. I'm going to say lost. It's at Vikings. The, then they have the Bucks at Detroit. That's a win. Lions and Broncos. I think that's a win. I'm going to say a loss. I'm going to say a loss. And then Packers and Lions. I think the Lions might get them at the end of the year. They might. So you... I mean that's all. So that's, I that's all. That's all conjecture, and we and we don't have to spend a lot more time. But they could easily, through that last end of the year, come up with six or seven wins. They have some games where they can yeah. get fat. Yeah. You know what I mean? And by fat, I mean like they're on a diet, so they can get fat right in between there. Uh what do you think of Matt Patricia as a head coach? I uh, I'm gonna be honest. I really like him. I think. Uh, he might not work out there, and I want to tell you why here in a second. But uh, I'll just ask you the question again I, so you I'm, can answer. I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. Okay, I I honestly don't think he's done a very good job, and I don't like him much as a head coach. And I could give you multiple reasons for it. All right. Well, so a couple of reasons. One is he looks like if you if you look at it, he's got five expatriates on the team. So to me, he's just trying to take what he did out in New England, and manufacture that in Detroit. I'm not so sure anybody other than Bill Belichick can do that. Or is he just to play devil's advocate, or did he bring them in to change the culture of the locker room? Well, I hear people say that, and I guess if you've got to bring in five guys to change the culture, see, I really struggle with that because... I think I think culture is as much a mindset 
and as and you don't need to bring someone in from New England to to develop a good mindset. And, and I just said that to be devil's advocate because I agree with you. I think culture it's simple. It trickles down from the head coach. It's his locker room, right? And and, and it, he drives it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The players can come in and say, "Oh, this way, this way, that way." That's fine, but to me, it just it's it's all about the head coach. Yeah. So I just think he brought them in because he knows the system to get a little more comfortable. Yeah. You know, he he made a name for himself in New England. Good for him. I'm not saying he's not a good guy. I'm not saying anything about his character. I just don't. He has not really shown me a lot in terms of if you look at the record, in terms of the personnel that they brought in, in terms of the um, drafting decisions. There's nothing that that says to me each and every year, wow, they really walked away with a good set of free agents. They really walked away with a good draft. Okay, now I'm not saying on. any of that. that. That's leaning more now to the GM. That's not coaching. Yeah, I'll, I mean, that's I'll give more you that. GM. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. So maybe, maybe to be fair to him then, he may not have had as much to work with as some other coaches. I think he's smart. Last night you went to bed. I don't know if you saw what he did, but it finally, like, I have been talking about this forever, and it finally happened. He just kind of did it in a little bit of a dumb way, okay? How many times have I told you that people are going to start to let people score because there is such thing as scoring too easily? I have been on this for years. My theory is... If I have the ball, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning at the time, Drew Brees, whoever, you name them. You have a Hall of Famer on the end. You know where you keep them? On the The, end. Right. Okay, so when I score, I'm going to take a knee. I don't care. Here's my perspective. I don't care how good my defense is playing. I don't because it always seems when that pressure is on, Greats can flip a switch to where they become even greater, where they elevate that Hall of Fame status, okay? I am going to score with 10 seconds on you, no more than 15. I don't want any more than 15. Now, what the Lions did was total reverse, which I'm also in favor of. Let them score, get the ball back with plenty of time on the clock. They tried it. They did not disguise it well. You need to tell your players, listen, act like you're trying to wrap up. They kind of all backed up and let Aaron Jones run. And Aaron Jones quickly, everyone was saying it was a heads-up play by Aaron Jones, and it was. But you know what? If they would have tried some weak-ass arm tackles and just been like, oh, I'm trying, and then he would have got in, that would have been beautiful. Yeah, everyone in the announcers would have been like, oh, that was horrible. That why, why was he doing that? That's poor tackling. Well, disguise it a little better, you know? Yeah. Because So, so he, basically, he saw what was happening. And he sat down. And he hit the ground, right? Yeah, he yeah. sat down at the two. Yeah. And it didn't give him enough time to come, which iced it, which gave them the field goal to win the game. Granted, there were two horrible officiating calls. We already talked about that. But that to me, that's smart. Just coach it a little better. There you go. Anything else about Detroit? No, I, I think I don't think uh, Patricia's going to work out. Uh, not because he's a bad head coach. I think uh, this is what I did want to talk about. I think it's time they they need to move away from Stafford. They got locked into a Stafford trap. Listen, he throws a beauty. He throws a 
deep ball beautifully. Yeah, very pretty. When have they won in the playoffs? How many more excuses can they have? Uh, You know, the quarterback position is the most important position, but even teams, even players with shitty teams find a way to win and to at least get a playoff win. You don't think it's because they didn't give Stafford enough attempts to throw the ball? Well, no, and they cut. Well, another thing I like about Patricia is he he goes, no, we're knocking that shit off. That's what he said. We're cutting down on it. He hires Daryl Bevel to be the offensive coordinator. Don't really like that hire. Um, more run oriented, and that's where you say the old school stuff comes in handy. But man, the problem with Stafford is he puts you in that purgatory where he shows you flashes of brilliance. Where he started, he was doing the sidearm way before Mahomes. Oh, yeah. And he was doing stuff. I remember he came out of Georgia. I was like, shit, is he good? He looks good. And then you get stuck into that trap, into that perspective where it's it's no longer anything Matthew's doing that's wrong. It's everyone else. And I don't want to fall in that trap with Trubisky. We've already talked about that, though. But do you feel like that's where the Lions are? Yeah, I think they have. You know, Stafford's been the heart of this team for a long, long time. Everything has revolved around him, just like the sun. And um, when you're you don't when you don't have a quarterback who's at the heart of your franchise um, that is consistent, and that's the issue with Matthew Stafford. All of a sudden, he can have this great game, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. what happens? Five interceptions against the Jets on Monday Night Football. Uh-huh. So, you know. Well, let's not forget he was blanketed with Megatron. Yeah. He was drafted. Calvin Johnson was already there, and he was a freak. We've seen him live. Oh, yeah. Well, There's nothing like it, man. He, I mean. I Give give about any quarterback Megatron, and, and he's going to make you look pretty doggone good. Well, that's what I'm saying with them. Yeah. When does it turn from good to worse? When does it become, we got to move on from Matthew? Yeah. Well, you would think that that would have happened maybe a year or two ago, but they're still hanging on. So And, and that's, that's where we'll leave it with the Lions yep. on that note. Uh, just one other thing real quick. I just want to finish off my point. I think... Patricia needs to send Matthew on his way if he wants to keep his job in Detroit. I do. I think that's the only way he saves it. You get a little more time for reboot. I mean, look at they're still two, two, and one right now. I'm no, gonna, two, aren't they two, two, three, and one? Yeah, I think they're two, three, and one. As I put my stats away and don't pay any attention. Well, here, here's the deal. Here's what I think happens. And and nope, I was right. Two, two, and one. Sorry. Okay. Here's here's what I think happens, and it's I feel bad for you, Lion fans. Well, kind of. No, you don't. You're right. I had to think about that. Here's what this I think really happens. This isn't the self pity of the NFC North. Yeah. You know, we could care less. That's that's very true. You have injury what, problems. We'll take that one. There you go. Here's what I think happens. I think Matthew Stafford hangs around for a few more years, and I think if anyone goes, it's Patricia. And they will get on another coach who will ride Stafford to far less than glory again. And you're saying that not only because of your, like, that's what you think. Like, you, you're saying that not, that's not what you think they should do. That's what you're saying. That's you going to happen. Gonna, that's what it's going to Because there's always that pattern in the NFL. Yep. 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 You know, they that's say what it's I think a copycat league, but it's also a league where people fall into these 
weird traps of, well, we have to do it like this. The unspoken rules of the game. Yeah. There's no such, in my book, there's no such thing as an unspoken rule. I'm being dead serious. Oh, I have to, I have to take it easy on you because your defense can't stop my offense? Go to hell. Yeah. I'm throwing up points. I, one of the best coaching statements that has ever been made is when a co- I forget the coach that said, your job. They were running up the score, and he was like, hey, your job is to stop me. It was Belichick. Was that Belichick? Yeah. Well, you know what he's, about he's that? right on target. Oh, I wish I had the quote. I, I know the quote, but the guy, the guy from uh, college, he said uh, he got behind the microphone and he goes, "Good teams win, great teams cover." <laughs> so that was funny. All right, it's a little gambling note. Yeah, um, yeah. Would you bet on legal that? And no, gambling is legal in Indiana where we're at right now, and it has not been treating me well. Moving on. Let's go to the Vikings. Ah, the good old Vikings. Well, they're four and two. Surprising win coming out of so, Philly. They, so, they beat Philadelphia at home. So here, here is the biggest single question for the Vikings, and that is, I think your offensive right. coach wants to be a running team. What? I don't But know. you have all of these weapons and against the Eagles, yeah. was it? Right. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They threw the heck out of the ball. So they've got all of these weapons, but they haven't been consistently using those weapons. Is that on the offensive coordinator? Like I don't know who that's Or is it I, well, you think because look, I mean, look well, at, no, hold on now. Think about it. Cousin came out and apologized, and then they started throwing the hell out of the ball. Well, so he, was he, that Cousins going to? Well, well the, I think the bottom line is there's a lot of what the fuck is going on in there, kind of. Stuff well, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because when your wide receivers are calling you out. What's what's that all that, about? Okay, that was ridiculous. Diggs needs to grow up. Yeah, yeah. Kirk well, Cousins I... threw for over five thousand yards. He had intercept. He only had nine interceptions. Here's my thing with the Vikings: good defense. They have a solid defense. Okay, they're not the best in the division that belongs to us. No one's even close to us, in my opinion. We'll talk about Green Bay and their fake defense later. Um, <laughs> I'm just throwing in shots now. I'm not holding back, man. I'm serious, because the biggest thing for the Vikings is they were missing that one piece, and that one piece seems to be Kirk Cousins, who seems to not want... He hasn't won... He's never won a primetime game. Did you know that? I knew that. But yeah, he can... Here's what I don't... Here's the riddle wrapped in the enigma that is... Kurt Cousins that I don't get. And maybe you can shed some light on this. He doesn't win in a primetime game. But it's not just primetime against good people. He's played some bad teams on primetime and still lost. But yet, then he can go out and play the Eagles, who the Eagles were on the uptick this week. And the Vikings were kind of, eh, we'll see what they can do. It's going to be close. I felt like the Vikings were going to lose that game. Then they end up winning, and Kirk Cousins played really well. And now we're back to what the hell is going on in Minnesota? You like that? Yeah. You like that? <laughs> I don't. I don't know what's happening. I just know that 
if we play the Vikings, make it prime time, please. <laughs> I see. I think Cousins gets a lot of bad crap. I think he's a, actually a very decent quarterback. Decent? Yeah, see, I thought that too. But I don't know. You gotta win a prime time game. Stafford wins prime time games, but Stafford can't win playoff games. It's a weird. Dude, I'll tell you what. The NFL is weird. I think for me, people need to move on from quarterbacks quicker. So would you think, okay, if you had to if you had to say who's a bigger mystery right now to you, the Detroit team or the Vikings team, who would you choose? Who's the bigger mystery out of those two teams in terms of consistency all around and play? Yeah, all around. Detroit. For what reason? That I don't know what they are on defense. <laughs> okay. I don't. I don't understand. They look great, and then they don't. The 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 thing to so me. So basically, you're saying because the Vikings are pretty good consistently. The Vikings on are four defense. and two. The Vikings are four and two. They didn't tie to the Cardinals. That's what gets me. The Cardinals are bad. The Cardinals are really bad. Like they're not good at all. And they, they tied twenty. Like that defense gave up twenty seven points to Kyler Murray who played like shit in the first half. I don't... That's why... Basically, if we're being honest here, it just comes down to, wow, the Cardinals are really bad. They tied to them? Oh, I can't trust that team. I can, tr- <laughs> I can trust Minnesota more than I can trust them. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be interesting. Do you think... Uh, well, I'll save that question. No, nah, I'll just do it now because I'm going to forget at the end and then people are going to be like, what was that question he was going to ask? And I'll be like, well, shit, I don't know because I can't remember do you think this is a year that there is a possibility that one team wins the NFC North and the other two both lock up the wild card? You know, this is going to sound crazy, but I think that could happen this year. I think it could, too. I think it could, too. I'm trying to have faith in us. I don't think we're winning the division this year, but I think it could. Yeah, the division's going to be a tough win for our Bears because, look, we're starting out in the hole. Green Bay's already beat us. Let's Um, go through the Vikings schedule real quick. Just, uh, I mean, I'm going to count on – you count how many this time you you do, and I'll count how many I say they're going to win Okay. after this because we didn't do that last time. So they're at the, the Lions. That's a win. Okay, I'm going loss. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, just, be- I, just because I don't know anymore. Just, be- just because it's Detroit and you don't know, and they they could beat because I flipped the coin. Okay, I say that's a win. You say that's a loss. All right. Oh, I know. This next game. I mean, that's what Viking. I. I don't even know what the under over is on this, but I just want to say take the Vikings over. So they, 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 then they play, they host the Washington Redskins. Oh my goodness. Vikings all the way. Okay. Now this one is hard. They have a one o'clock game against the Chiefs. Mm. At Chiefs? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes just lost his first ever one o'clock game. I, I think that's a loss. I'm gonna go lost too. Then they then they go to the Vikings. Go to then the Vikings go to the Vikings. 
Then the Vikings go to Dallas. That's a win. <laughs> I'm going to go lost, and I got you on this one. It is a Sunday night game. Oh, all right. I change. Right, I change my mind. Want to retract a finger? Yes, there. I do. I want to take that back. Well, then retract your finger. You're holding up three still. There we go. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was like, you're gonna miscount it in the end here. So then they have the Broncos at the Vikings. I'm gonna say win. Yep. Vikings Seahawks. Loss. Yes. It's Monday night. I agree totally. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let's just stop the count right now. <laughs> because right the way we're going, if it adds up, the Vikings are about to have a disaster end of the year if anyone's listening to us. This is bad, man. Just put your fingers down. They have, <laughs> from here on out, are you ready for this? Yes. One, two, three, four, Five primetime games on the rest of their schedule. They are so screwed. What are the odds Kirk Cousins doesn't win one of those? Let's just go over the five primetime games real quick. Throw out the rest of the schedule, okay? Oh, my God. Wait a minute. I lied. They have six. I wasn't paying attention. The Washington Redskins game. That's a primetime game, too? Thursday night. <laughs> they gotta oh. win, right? And that's the one. Oh man! So Washington Redskins are prime time. Vikings are Sunday night. Or Vikings, Cowboys versus Vikings Sunday night. Then I scroll down. Monday night they have the Seahawks. Then they have a Sunday night against the the Chargers. Now that game that, could get flexed. Right. Right. This next one can't. They play the Packers on Monday night then in Minnesota. I'm telling you, until you started saying that, I'm thinking the Vikings could go downhill really quickly. I think they're about to plummet. So what do you – so I'm, I, I would like to uh, – now that I've looked at the schedule, I would like to retract <laughs> – my last statement of saying that there will be three teams in the NFC at the end. I, I I'm retracting. I'm I'm backing this up. I'm with you. I do you hear the do you hear the beep 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 in the background? I do. Yeah. I do. Get out. Are you kidding me? I had you six. Know, they have six primetime games. I can't believe it. Six primetime games. This is music to my ears. We're, I, people can't see us right now. Yeah, we have smiles is, ear to ear. Yeah. There are six primetime ga games left in their schedule. Kirk Cousins has never won a primetime game. Hey, the turkey has been cooked, and it has been cooked well. Do you? Th he knows that. You know he knows. I've never won under the lights. It has to come against Washington. That's the if they've got a chance, that would be the one. I mean, come on, Washington's like the thirty-first. Doesn't matter. They, I mean, they're they terrible. Beat, all you need they're to terrible. know is they won their first game last week against the Dolphins by one point. <laughs> That's all you need to know. 
Wow, it could get ugly for the uh, Vikings. Yes, I know we didn't could. really touch on the personnel at all that much, but uh, my biggest thing is Kirk Cousins, man, is their missing piece. They're kind of in a similar boat. They have a really good all-around team, though, in my opinion. They other do. than that one piece. They do. Uh, other than their offensive line. Offensive line shaky. You need to get that together. Would you say, though, in the NFC North, that they have the best wide receiving combination? Duo? Yeah, easy. That me too. Digs yeah, I mean, even a, even as a Bears fan, I don't I don't think um, Green Bay has anything close to them. I, I don't think we have anything close to them in terms of wide receivers. I think I think I think we're a little close. Define little close. I mean, I think uh, I think Allen Robinson's just as good as Diggs or Thielen, if not better. You think it's just because we haven't any, had anybody really throw into it? Yeah, I mean, Kirk Cousins throws a good ball. Like, Kirk Cousins puts out on the money each and every time, just not in primetime games for some reason. And sometimes he struggles against bigger clubs, but the numbers are there. He threw for 4,000 yards last year, and t- what was it, 4,000 yards? I know he only had nine interceptions and 27 touchdowns. I mean, no, I, Trubisky wasn't even close. Yep. So... You know, we might not have a thousand yard receiver this year. That is very true, and that would be scary. That 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 should be alarm enough in this league. Uh so are we at the Green Bay Packers? Yeah, um Yeah, we'll leave it there. Do you um you have any more on the Vikings? I, I really don't. Um I have a lot of respect for their defense. I like I said, I think their wide receivers are top notch. They're, I t- I want to say this though. Zimmer, I think, is a good coach. I'm not so sure how many more years they're going to continue to tolerate no losing prime time games. Well, it's because they gave they don't have a choice. Ninety million guaranteed. That's what'll happen. You know. Well, let's move on. I had a good feeling about that anyway. So. Oh, what shout out! Shout out to my wide receiver. Yeah, I have him in fantasy. I feel no shame. He can score a lot of points, but he ain't gonna win. Don't you worry about it. They ain't making the playoffs. I'll say it. They're Vikings, playoff bound. Nope. Gonna be doing a lot of watching the playoffs, huh? Okay, let's get back to uh, the imitators. The Green Bay Packers, who are now five and one. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on Green Bay? As a Bears fan, I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. Okay, now we need actual thoughts. <laughs> All right. Instead of speaking for Here's, the entire Bear community, which you did very well at, we're here, actually going to need real thoughts. Now. Here, here's the deal. I think they. I think, number one, Aaron Rodgers does not seem comfortable in this system this year. I don't know what's going on. He doesn't – they're 5-1, and one, granted. I'll give him that. But if you look at Aaron Rodgers and what he's doing, he does not look comfortable in this system. He's not being the normal Aaron Rodgers. And if you look at the air yardage and the number of throws he's making, just not going, going very well from my perspective. So I think they're vulnerable. I think it's a team – that can establish the run. And I think it's a team that their defense 
Speaking of things I don't quite understand, at times Green Bay's defense has looked very, very well this year. And at other times, it's like, did they just decide not to show up this quarter? So they're, to me, they're a bit of a mystery also on the def- defensive side. They go from looking very good to kind of like, wait a second, did, did no one notice that there was no safety over the middle there? I mean, they just play a little bit erratic on, on that side of the ball. Your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts are uh, the jury is in on the defense. They are no good. Dead serious. Think about every game they've been in. Let me run some numbers by you. They held us week one to three points. That's not saying anything. We don't have an offense. Then they only won 21 to 16 to the Packers. Or to the Packers. 21 to 16 to the Vikings. Okay, 16 points. They give up another 16 to the Broncos and win 27-16. Then they end up giving 34 points late, too. Like, they had that game locked up, but their defense did not play. The, the Green Bay had a had a 14-point lead in that game, and then they did not come through. That's not a sign of a good defense. Our defense could have locked that up. Our defense has locked that up. We never get to even play with a lead, Okay. I don't know why everyone's on this defense. That's 34 points, and they gave up 24 against the Cowboys. And they gave up 22 against the Lions. But the thing is, they only beat the Cowboys by 34. The reason I say only by 34, they were up 10 to 34. No, 10 to 31, right? 10 to 31 in the fourth. In the fourth, and then... That's a sign of a good defense? That's not a sign of a good defense. That's a sign of a lazy defense. I think they're... I think I'm with you with Aaron Rodgers. He's not happy with Matt LeFleur. He's not happy with him at all. Um, the offense is just so mediocre. I I can't remember. I know I don't know how many three and outs they have, but, man, they, they seem to have a lot. They seem to have a good amount of three and outs. Um, I don't think they're as good as their record. I think they lose in the playoffs. I don't think they're Super Bowl bound at all. Okay, I don't. And I could be eating words, but I don't see it. I see a very stagnant offense with a very medium to average defense. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. So help help me run through their schedule in terms of what they're they're looking like because this is this is our number one threat here, and they're sitting at five and one. So who do they play next? Uh, uh, they got a kind of hard schedule coming up. Okay. Um, oh, that's that's good. They they play the Raiders next. They'll beat the Raiders. Raiders aren't good. Okay. Um, then they play the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. That's at. Kansas City. Ooh. Then they have to go. Then they play the Chargers, but that's at LA. So that could be a good upset little game. Then the Panthers come to town. That def- Panther defense is looking pretty solid. Then they have to fly back out to the West Coast to play the 49ers. Ooh, the 49ers are looking tough this year. Yeah, they are. And then they come, then they have to go back to New York to play the Giants. Then That's go, a win. 
Then the Redskins come to them. That's a win. Then the Bears go to Green Bay. We've got to win that. Then the Packers go to the Vikings. And then the Packers go to Detroit. So basically, I could see three wins and five losses. Maybe. Potentially. I think... I think they beat the Chiefs, and the only reason I say that is because, man, that game could be a shootout. That game could be a big shootout. I don't see Green Bay stopping Mahomes, but I think he could stop him maybe one more time. I I disagree with that. So who are the wide receivers that are going to be playing for Green Bay? You think Devontae Adams is good by then? So let's say he's in Honestly, I don't care. You don't care? No. Have you seen... I, Kansas City's a wreck on defense. Oh, they, yeah. I know, but they've got Mahomes who can throw to anybody. But that's what I'm saying. It's going to be a shootout. And I think they, they have the defense to stop Mahomes maybe one time, and then that's all it'll take. Yeah. They're going to run the ball on him. Chiefs can't stop. Dad, Chiefs can't do anything. Oh, they can't stop a nosebleed. I know. In, in terms of both. Well, how long def- do you put that on Mahomes' shoulders? Well, that's pretty much been on Mahomes' shoulders for quite some time. And they just lost two in a row. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, it's going to be a close game, and but it, but it's going to be like, I would say, close to like 70 points scored in that game. Oh, Jesus. That's a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm predicting like, you know, a 35, you know, 42 kind of game. We'll see. You know. I, I don't know, honestly. I have no idea. I I don't know, man. So okay, if let's the, just say the Packers just set up nice with running the ball and keeping him on the sidelines. Yeah. So so listen, if they they're sitting here five five and one, they lose five of those. They went so so basically they could be what eight and five, eight and six. Potentially. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I don't. Yeah, it's hard telling at this point in time. Well, here's the bottom line is our Bears. Man, we have to come off of this buy ready to work. We've got to come off of this buy with getting our offense in some type of consistent. Well, aggressive real quick, pass well, attack. Real, real quick, before we go there, let's finish up with the division. Okay. Where do you rank the division? Go through it one through four. Well, I, I want my Bears to be number one. I want well, yeah Bears one, one Bears one, Green Bay two, Detroit three, Vikings four. Ooh, I have a way different Packers one, Bears two, Vikings three, Detroit four. That's my order. Okay, I think the. I listen. I know everything I just said kind of contradicts myself a little bit with the uh, Packers, but they play some weak ass teams coming up, and when they get to the playoffs, I think circle this in your calendar, folks. When they go play the Forty ers we're gonna see who the Green Bay Packers really are. I mean, I'm dead serious. That's gonna be because that defense is that whole team is well rounded. You know, if 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 they if both teams don't have injuries, that's gonna be one to watch. No, that that should be a very good game, and that's at San Francisco. San Francisco. That's going to be a tough game. Yeah, so for that's... anyone to go across the country and play them, that would be a tough game. 
All right, let's uh, move on now. Uh, ugh, wash out. Get a little mouthwash. Get all that bad team out of your mouth. Oh, God. Mm. All three of them. Let's move on and let's talk real quick, and we'll wrap this up with a little bit of a breakdown of what you expect from Bear Saints this Sunday. I tell you, I, I expect our defense to be come out and be pissed off because of what happened over in London with Oakland. I, I don't think we I don't think our defense was at all ready, whether it was travel. I don't care what it was. I think our defense is coming out with a chip on their shoulder and is gonna defend home field. Honest to goodness. I think we're gonna have a, a great defensive day. Um here's the thing that continues to do so you, what what do you think? Do you have a little more faith though after watching the Saints play the Jaguars? Oh, absolutely. I do too. I did not think they were going to look that bad. Yeah. They looked bad. Yeah, yeah. And Jaguars are no slouch. They got no. a good defense, but they're not as good as us. And it gave me hope. I would be more afraid of this game. I, I I agree with everything you said. I'd be way more afraid of this game if it was in the Superdome in New Orleans. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I like that that it's a home field. I like that it's outdoors. I like that it could be a, perhaps a little cold. I'm not talking freezing cold. Here's the, here's the thing that scares me going into it. Once again, I feel like offensively, I do not know who we are. I do not know what our offensive game plan is. I don't know if we're going to try to establish the run. It scares the heck out of me when Tr- Trubisky starts to throw the ball because of his inaccuracy. I don't know what it's going to look like after the non-throwing arm, non-throwing shoulder injury, but I, I'm really scared about our offense. I I just don't know where it's at. Yeah, I'm completely with you. I think we need to. I mean, listen, we can't give Trubisky excuses. If he comes out, he's been practicing already. If he comes out and he plays like crap, I don't want to hear. Well, he was injured. Oh, well, that's I don't, well. I don't care. Yeah, I that's don't what care. you're gonna hear, though. I don't care. I just I, that's why I just clarified that. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I don't care. I'm tired of the excuses. All right. How many excuses are we gonna get until it takes eight to ten years with the Bears? His career is just what it is, and then everyone goes, oh, well, I guess all those excuses from that excuse book I wrote for Trubisky, I guess that didn't pan out. No shit, Sherlock. I don't want to hear it. That pisses me off. It's his non-throwing shoulder. He should do fine. Maybe the pain will make him drop the balls right in on target. I don't know. Okay? All I do know is we need to come out. Our defense needs to set the tone. I feel like they will. I am with you on that. We played like shit against Oakland. Let's not look like that again. Let's come out fierce, tough, hit them right off the rip. Okay? Let's play smart. Let's not get too fired up. I don't want to see any any stupid penalties. Okay? No stupid penalties. If we get a roughing the passer, the way this league's going, probably going to happen. Okay? Just because, my God, you touch a shoulder pad, they're calling it. So so here's the deal. I just don't we, want any stupid – I should clarify real quick. I don't want any stupid off-the-ball, dead-ball penalties. Okay, here's the other thing, Tyler, and I am sick and tired of – got to play aggressive on offense. I'm just tired of us dinking and dunking and 
playing so conservatively. Okay, but now what we have to look for, though, Dad, now you say that. Now you need to open your eyes, and I'm gonna. I'm sorry to call you out on this a little bit, but you need to watch. I know I'm with you. Uh, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm with you a lot with Trubisky, the or Nagy. The problem is, let's watch Trubisky. If our receivers are running downfield and he's checking down, that's not Nagy. That's him. So we just need to look for that and not get confused. I don't want people to get confused by check down going, oh, that's Nagy's call. No, Trubisky makes no, the I, throw. I, I, I think a lot of that is that it, it's, once again, I've said it before, Trubisky is not seeing his the field well, and he's oftentimes looking at his first and only read and going to that first and only read. But I know. But what I think you meant to say, and correct me if I'm wrong, you want to see more motion and more creativity. Absolutely, I do. Before the snap. Yes, I do. Okay, because when you said check down, that's why I was like, now hold on. Right. Right. That's right. a whole right. different that's a, that's a whole different ballgame. I do want to see more creativity. I do want to see more motion. The I want to get away from the predictability. Oh, Montgomery's in the field. It's a run. No, no, no. Cohen's in the field. It's a pass. No, no, that's not the worst one. That doesn't even happen that much. I think what you meant to say is when Cordell Patterson's in the back. Well, yeah, that's even worse. That's even... That's ridiculous. That's, yeah, that's but, just but bad. Here's the thing, though. Why don't they put him in the back and do a play action? Perfect. I'll go with that. Or why don't they put him in the back and then not use him at all? Use him as a decoy. Something. That's where I'm talking about where that's not on Trubisky. That is on Nagy. They're also doing this thing... And I need, I want people at home to uh, pick up on this. Okay, this is very odd. I don't know why they're doing it, but I know that they are doing it. In college, and I'm pretty, if you don't watch college or you're not familiar with it, there's no headset, so everything's visual, visual and they have cues, and they, the coaches can yell from across, usually only when they're home, right? That's how that works. In the NFL, there's headsets. Now, the Bears lately have been running a hurry-up offense to the point where the bike will cut out on the game clock when it hits 15. Once 15 seconds happens, the, 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 the communication from the quarterback to the head coach or whoever is in his ear is cut off. I want you to watch. I don't know if it'll happen this game. It was happening with Chase Daniel. It is happening with Trubisky. They hurry up. They run to the field. Nagy looks at the defense, and then Nagy relays to Trubisky what to call. That is not a good sign to me, and he did it for Chase, too. I am not, I don't know what's happening, but you could tell, and the reason I knew it was happening, they would, they would go, ready, clap their hands, and then all of a sudden, they look back to the, the coach and if you look down at the clock, it's not 15 yet. It's not 15 yet. He puts Chase, Trubisky, whoever puts their hands over their helmets and then goes back to the line and calls a play. And then 15 seconds is down and they don't do it again. So watch for that. I am going to watch for that. That's a really good point. That's scary, too, as a Bears fan to think that your quarterback can't read defenses enough that your head coach does not trust him to change the play. 
Yeah, it's it's alarming. But watch, that's what happens. And it they looked they they literally the whole team turns to the sideline. So basically, the coach is giving Trubisky the play. The wide receivers, well, normally it's a backup quarterback is doing the hand signals because they do have hand signals in case of the the event that the mics go out for some reason. And then he's relaying that to the other team, and that's how they're doing it. And that is, um, that's too predictable. Oh, yeah. I I don't know what else to say about that. So are we going to run through the Bears' remaining schedule? I don't want to. Okay. I don't see the point. Uh, We need to take it one game at a time. Okay. Right now, we can't look ahead. Not after that Oakland loss, man. So, I I do need to ask you this. I I just... Listen, I know we did it with the other teams. I don't want to do it with the Bears because we don't know who we are right now because the last game we literally saw was we got our asses kicked in London by Oakland. Okay, I do need to ask you this. It's the start of the second half of the game. If we're ahead, what do you see us doing on offense? And if we're behind, what do you see us doing on offense? Unfortunately, the same on both ends. Holding back, playing conservative. That's my biggest fear. What I want, and I want this from a defensive point too, don't change the game plan. I don't care if we're up 28 to nothing. Still throw the ball around. That is an old wise tale, by the way. Well, you don't want to turn the ball over. Well, you don't want to give them easy points. How many times? What do you, you think changing what, field position does? Wait, wait a second though. How, like, think about that. Think about the announcers and their cliches. Think about that, okay? Seriously. When have you ever seen a team up twenty-eight to seven and a pick six changes the whole game? It's still only a touchdown. I've never seen three pick sixes. But what you do see is them playing conservatively and going three and out and going three and out and flipping down your defense, wearing down the defense and flipping the field. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't like preventative defenses either. I don't like getting in those two man, those cover two, cover three shells where we say nothing over the top. Wait, because hold on though. There are, there are, there are some old sayings that are absolutely true and one of them is a prevention defense only prevents you from winning. And see, here's another thing, though. A lot of experts would be like, well, I disagree. Look at the numbers because the numbers do favor them. But the reason those numbers do favor them is because of the... Okay, I won't even get into that. The numbers are skewed. The fucking motherfucking point is I am getting pissed just thinking about this. That's why I'm using this language that I'm using. I am getting pissed. The fucking point of this whole thing is... When you step back and you say nothing under the middle, like nothing over the top, I mean, and you play these zones, they nickel, they dime you, and you know what that does? Confidence is building on the other team. Confidence is building on the other team. Confidence is, boom, touchdown. Confidence is even higher now. The the bench is, we got him, we got him, keep going, keep going. Well, it it changes the energy in the entire... um, But yet, everyone has that stupid, unspoken rule. We see it all the time. If you have been blitzing a quarterback the entirety of the time, and it's been working, why do you stop when you're up 21-0? Absolutely. Keep putting the pressure on. And and by the way, that's the difference between championship teams and other teams. They continue to put the heat on. They make you beat them. Bill Belichick pulled Tom Brady out this year. 
The backup came in his very first play against the Jets. He threw a pick six. Bill put in Tom right away. Bill came out and said, that was a mistake. I should have never done that. That is the difference when you second guess yourself. He got away with it on that one. A lot of times you do not get away with it. When you coach, you coach to win. Why do you throw the game plan out the window and say, we don't want to give up the long ball? How many long balls have you given up? That's where you need to look at your stats. How many long balls have we given up this year? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Because why would now all of a sudden, hey, our defense has played great until this point. Now let's do zones and covers and so we could get burnt. Right. Well, here's the other thing, too, and I, I just want to mention this, and that is there are some really smart teams this year that are using some very good statisticians. The Indianapolis Colts is are one of those teams. And you know what? They've actually figured out that going for it on fourth down is oftentimes a, a, a really a game-winning kind of decision. Yeah, and, that's been around forever. Well, well I, I know, but no, you know, no, no, people no, no. haven't been... Wait, hold on. I was not disagreeing with you. I was saying that's been around forever. I was going to say real quick, that's another one, un, unspoken rule. Yeah, it is. It doesn't is. matter about statistics. What do they do? Oh, let's go with my gut. Yeah. Well, what what did that one coach say a, a little while back? He, he said, well, you know... You run the ball, and that's how you win the game. If you look at the teams that win more games, they're running the ball. Well, okay, your logic's a little backwards there. The reason they ran the ball is they had a 20 to 30-point lead, and they did have a bigger time of possession. And that's just that's just kind okay. of like saying the team that takes a knee is usually the winner. How how many times have we seen this though, Dan? And like this is what cracks me up is when you punt the ball and they still go down this field and they score 98 yards and they eat up all the clock and they eat up all the time. And then people want to sit there and still say that was the right move. That was the right move. You cannot sit there and say that because if it was reversed, right? <laughs> Let's say it's reversed. They go for it. They don't get it. They never punted. It's a short field now, and the team only has to go 30 yards instead of 98, okay? And they go nine, they go so, 30 yards, and they score. Everyone's going, oh, what so, a horrible call on fourth down. But is it? Because they scored early, and they left you a lot of time. So, so here's, I'll say the words of the almost immortal Dennis Green. The Bears are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. Because you know what the Bears were? They were true to who they were. That's what offenses and defenses need to be. You need to know what you're good at. You need to be true to it. And those are the people who win games. Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, it, the, the NFL and these unspoken rules are getting so fucking stupid. Don't play the cover, man, if it doesn't work for your team. Now, if your team, when we played the cover two, the Tampa two with Lovey, it worked. We could play it throughout the entirety of the game, okay? Do not switch your game plan because your lead went up. If anything, you switch it more offensively to where you say, okay, let's run the ball a little more. Let's nickel and dime a little more. And the reason you do that is two reasons, two huge reasons. One reason, the clock. The second reason, the rest that defense you have. The more time they get. I'm not saying to go out there and bomb it, but also don't hold up on scoring. If you're nickel and diming, 
Why not run a play in the next play where you take a big shot down the field? Yeah, keep those safeties and corners honest. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think we are definitely both on the same page here. And the reason we both got fired up right there is because, like I said, the unspoken rule. You see it in the NFL time and time and time again. So if the Bears want to win this game against the Saints, get pissed, Bears. Balls to the wall. Let's beat these guys, okay? We have a good chance to do it with Teddy Bridgewater, okay? He does. He's not played very well in Chicago over the years when he was with Minnesota. Let, let's get this W, okay? Let's get this win. Couldn't agree more. And And I predict that our Bears defense will come out. I think we will play an awesome game. And Bears offensive players, this is the time to step up to the plate, and and show us what you got. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. Uh, real quick, before we get out of here, uh, I would just like to thank all the feedback and uh, by the listeners that we're getting lately. It's been awesome. It's been well-received. Thank you so much. Uh, we aren't like most podcasts. I'm not just going to sit here and say thank you to all the listeners, and then you know you guys are listening to us in your ears, and you're like, oh, he's probably not really just saying that. No, hopefully we hear from all of you too at one point in time and get to know you and get to know your opinions because that's what we want to do here. We don't want just want to sit here, and I don't want us to both be talking the whole time. I think you can agree with that too, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we the listeners that have reached out to us have been absolutely awesome, man. And we we learn from the we learn from you guys. Yeah, exactly. And listen, we all don't we're all not going to get along either. We've already talked about that, but at the end of the day, we can appreciate the Bears in our own way. Uh because you know, you listen, here's the the reason we're doing this. You listen to radio shows and stuff. People don't get to get on there. You don't get to. You have to. You have to watch what you say. You have to word things super ways. A lot of times, radio personalities they always think they're bigger and better than the caller. They'll hang up. All right, next. You know, do stuff like that. That is ridiculous. We wanted an. We wanted to create an outlet and a community for you guys to talk about the one true love, and that is the Chicago Bears. We love them. We love them. So I am not just saying that and not blowing smoke up your ass. We love our listeners. Hopefully we'll get to hear from you. And we do want your opinions and we do want that information. We are trying to get this thing off the ground. We are newer to the podcast platform. So as soon as we figure this out, or if you have any helpful tips, I was looking at Tim and I'm going to combine tips and Tim. Tim tips. I like that. Tim tips. Tips. So if you the have any tips. Tips from Tim. No, if you, the listener, <laughs> have any tips on how to get this up and running, let us know on all of our social media platforms. But until then, remember, it's always a good time when you bear down. <laughs>